Desperate Housewives Fan Podcast, episode number 28. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Desperate Housewives Fan Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And we are here to give you our initial reaction to this week's episode, which is titled, Everybody Ought to Have a Maid. I like that title. It's a great title. (laughs) Somebody to help us uh, get the light on if you don't. That's right. You know what I mean? That's right. Just turning a light on. Uh Uh-huh. Exactly. So, hey, we um, got a little bit of a late start this this evening. We did. Watching the episode, which is why we're recording a little later than normal. Uh, But that's because we have a special super secret (laughs) recording project that Stephanie and I had uh, started this evening and we'll be recording over the next couple weeks. Which James says, um, Jerrica who is not in the chat room currently, but asked, um, why is, is the podcast so late tonight? And he says, um, a top secret recording project, which apparently is only semi-secret. It's only semi-secret. <laughs> it, the, the subject of which we are podcasting about is secret. The fact that we're recording in secret is not secret. It's not. <laughs> hey, I kind of like that. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, I really like having a secret though. I know you do. I do. So we'll see how long this. Uh, see how we long pull, I can keep it. We can pull this off. Anyway, back to the show. Uh, things start off. Julie's back. Julie's back. All right, yeah. and of course Dominic comes over and has a conversation with her, mm-hmm. and it is confirmed now that it is certainly the the you know those two had an affair. Right. All right. So I don't think there's any question about that. But the question still remains: Who put her in the hospital in the first place? Right. Yes. Yes. The question still remains. Okay. I just like are you are you yes. still with me here? It, I am. Um I was trying to process what all you had just gotcha. said in that moment. Gotcha. Um yeah, I I still want to believe that it was Catherine. <laughs> but that may like we said last week turn out to be a little too obvious. So um I think it's Roy now. I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> Except he found her. Oh, yeah. With Karen. Yeah, how convenient. How convenient. Yeah, okay. see? <laughs> see? No. Uh, but anyway, the fact that Julie's back um, was was a maiden point of this story. Um, but as far as the kicking things off. Right. But the, the real and main point. And not feeling point, safe at home. Right. Not feeling safe at home. Which, of course, is how the episode ended, which I loved, by the way, with Susan shooting Catherine. Right. Whom we both said it was Catherine outside the window. Yeah. And knowing that somebody was going to be shot. Obviously, there's a gun in Susan's hand. Right. Somebody's getting shot tonight. I'm clumsy. Susan, how could, you know, it's surprised she didn't shoot herself. Yeah. You know, absolutely. Yeah. After last week, when we finished recording, I played for you the Mad TV uh, parody yeah. of Desperate that, Housewives, which, which I know wasn't you, funny to me. You didn't think it was funny, but I thought it was, was hilarious right. because the whole point of the parody was just how ridiculously um, clumsy 
Susan is. Right. And also the fact that everybody's, you know, homes are so picture perfect that it seems to be on the back lot of a studio, you know, of studios, <laughs> which uh kind of funny there. But anyway, uh, definitely she is a little clumsy and we knew that as soon as the gun was in her hand that she was going to shoot somebody. Somebody was getting shot. Right. All right. So, but however, Catherine was a main part of this story, but yet not a big centerpiece of the rule, you know, in the, in the episode. They did make a point to show that she is still crazy, uh, that she is um, still dealing with some issues, <laughs> which uh, I love how... You call them issues. <laughs> yeah. I love how we found out that Mike hadn't told Susan yet mm-hmm. about the fact that she's, you know, come on to him. Uh, and, you know, the genuine concern that Lynette and Bree and others felt for her Right. Um, I, I liked what they said. It's like, listen, you know, if she if she's hurting, we could have another Mary Alice if we do nothing. And that that is a genuine concern. It is. It is. Um, I like that they are noticing that she's in trouble and, you know, not knowing how to help, but still thinking that she needs the help. Right. Of course, on the other hand, I'm so with Susan telling Mike, you know, um, I'd love to set her on fire and you should provide me with the match and And an alibi and an alibi. Actually, it was poor gasoline on her. Yeah. And um, that that was funny. You know, I, you know, I am liking, although I don't condone violence. I, (laughs) we just like to watch it on television. Like to watch it on television. (laughs) (laughs) We are enjoying, I enjoyed the scene, the tension at the neighborhood watch. Oh yeah. That was good stuff. And of course, Susan did make a threat there. She did. You better stay away or else. She did. Or you're going to regret it. And then she came up shot at the end. Right. Exactly. So, do you want to stay on that line? Or well, yeah, do you want to... we can bounce okay. anywhere you want okay. in this episode. Um, I was just going to talk about Angie, you know, obviously covering her own butt because of it was their gun that was used to shoot um, Catherine. But how you really will say anything to, to save yourself, you yeah. know, um, telling her I she's feeding into her crazy. Yes, she is. You know, she's totally feeding into her crazy. I've seen how Mike looks at you. He's so still into you. You know, I don't, I don't like it. Yeah, well. I I don't want to wait all season to find out more about them. Yeah, I know. I want to find out about Nick and Angie and and their son and find out where their story is coming from. But at the same time, I am enjoying the, the back and forth between Susan and Catherine. Although I can see myself getting bored with it if they don't really bring it to well, some major conclusion here. Yeah. Like, n- not conclusion, but some, like, really turn some up Some kind crazy. of climax. Yeah. It, it needs, you know, it took all season to, to do the Dave thing last year. You know, mm-hmm. Dave stalking Mike. And it's kind of like the same thing. And because it's the same couple, it's irritating to me. Mm-hmm. It, it's just, you can't, you know... It's just irritating me. So it needs to come to a climax soon. Right. You know, I was hoping that, you know, she would have like a more than a graze. But, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Just put her in the hospital yeah. kind of thing. Anyway. Uh, and then, of course, we'll move. Uh, I'm going to skip over brief for just a little bit. Okay. Because that that is uh, okay. the title of the episode. Right. Everybody ought to have a maid. Uh, but and which, by the way, when I read the title, I'm thinking, made oh, gosh. no sense until that moment. Well, it made sense because I'm like, oh, gosh, here comes another Gabby episode where she's all spoiled and everything. 
you know, she wants a mate again. But no, it was totally different than that. Uh, but anyway, Lynette and Roy and okay. Tom. Okay. Wow. I, I would. I just want to say uh, two big things. We'll okay. en- we'll end with the Brie and the maid. But between this episode was a very good episode. It the these two things did not take up very much time within the episode. But this is in my mind what made this an episode a great episode. Yes. And the first one was between Lynette and Roy. So Roy. Right. Um, what um, Karen came over, asked Lynette, "Have I ever let you down?" Blah, blah, blah. Like, well, there was. <laughs> well, this let time. me count the ways. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me try it from a different angle here. And so basically, Lynette hires Roy. Yes. So he can have some pocket cash. All right. I wouldn't want to strain our friendship that way. Clearly, it's not very strong if I'm putting you in this awkward position. <laughs> exactly. He's hired. So anyway, uh, Lynette gives him a bunch of different tasks to do around the house. And of course, he runs through everything through Tom. Because in his mind, in his his generation, he's used to the mm-hmm. man being the decision maker in the house. And in his mind, Lynette is, crutch, is crunching Tom's walnuts. Yes, <laughs> that, that is what he says. Crunching his walnuts. Uh, which, she better watch it. She'll start crunching his too. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Uh, but you know, and 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 I want to just say that you know when that was when that whole emasculating thing uh, was was brought up, I'm like, yeah, I, I see that Tom does kind of just let Lynette take the driving seat quite a bit. But um, I really like the conversation conversation that he had with Roy. I do too. When he goes over and he says, "Listen, you know, you don't understand that her dad wasn't around, her mom wasn't the best mom," and stuff like that and sometimes she just feels like she needs to be in control and and to be safe to feel safe to feel safe she needs to feel like she has some control and so i let her and so i let her that's my job as her husband to make her feel safe i loved that that's two weeks in a row that i'm saying good job tom that's which you know it's taken six seasons to get two nice things in a row out of me about that character but um Absolutely. Good writing. Good job. I think so, too. Absolutely. And I love the fact that, you know, it's like, listen, he wanted to cook some chicken, but he's like, I'm going to get some burgers. To She's grill. right on that point, too. Yeah. I it would have taken way too long to thaw that chicken. Yeah. <laughs> Although if he wanted to, he could have done it. Yes, he could have. So I know. But um, before that, before that, when they're talking about, you know, what Roy said and, you know, do I control you or whatever he's like i'll answer that if you put the knife down (laughs) yeah i i do like um they have quite a bit of 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 banter in their relationship and i like that yeah some sounds like a marriage that you and i know very well a little very comfortable there (laughs) a little banter all right and so then of course this whole affair with brie you know, and and I want to just say I loved the role of the maid. Yes. In this story. Not only her accent, but her character. As yes. Well. Yes. Her accident. Her accident. Her accent was amazing. But no, I really love her role. The, mm-hmm. Just the fact that she was she brought a little of a, a conscience to Brie is like, listen, have you not felt guilty at all? Seriously, which is funny that they bring that up because it was it was Orson saying to her in the beginning, isn't a little bit of guilt okay to get happiness or something like that? You right. know, isn't it worth a little bit of guilt 
to gain happiness. Mm-hmm. And um, and that is what drove her to say, okay, I'm going to have this aff- affair, you know? It, yep. it is, you know, I can handle the guilt. Right. But I think that over time we've seen that maybe Brie can't handle the guilt. I just want to say right now that I think that they are going to put Orson and Brie back together. Do you? Yep. That's the way I see it going. All right. I do. Fair I, enough. I, I don't want to see that. I know you don't. I don't. And I don't like that I don't want to see that. See, I do want to but, see that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think that both Bree and Orson have some issues that they both struggle with. and uh, Orson and Catherine would be perfect together. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> They're both the same shade of crazy. <laughs> you think so? I don't know. I I, 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 I really I really think that that's the direction they're heading with this. Okay. And and it would be the like it would be the it would be the way that I would like to see it. I don't huh? think I don't think they're gonna put Bree and Carl together. Hmm. I don't know. I, I wasn't you know, it seemed for me like this episode moved rather slowly. Not that I didn't um, enjoy it overall as an episode. Oh, yeah. The whole Gabby thing, boring. Yeah, I didn't like the whole, which it's totally, I couldn't get that, um, the character, I don't even remember the mom's name, but she was totally Deb from One Tree Hill. Oh, that would be Lauren Miller. Lauren Miller. Um, Yeah, I didn't see her as Lauren Miller. She was totally Deb from One Tree Hill. And um, But yeah, I'm tired of the whole... Gabby thing, you know, we're all messing up our kids. It's, you know. Well, you know, it's you know, it's not so much that you know because I like I actually like that additional storyline of parenting. I, yes. I think that's a great story to tell. But they did it again with the with the with the birthday party. Yeah, I'm tired of seeing the birthday. The, yeah, the they're bir- all the same. They're all that yeah. is, the birthday party has done been done. I know at least twice on Desperate Housewives. Right. You know, and very similar. It's like, oh, my birthday party. You got to come to my birthday party. You know, and the birthday party's just getting a little overdone. Yeah. Except for Lynette and Tom when they were trying to hide the birthday party from the crazy bomb from Kayla's mom. Yeah. <laughs> that was kind of fun. Well, see, that was fun. But, and, and, and so, but I'm just saying, the birthday party's getting a li- I mean, that card has been played a couple times right. now. It's time. I, I still think, you know, that that is a great storyline, you know. I love the I love the point that they made at the end. It's like, listen, our kids are strong. You know, we're not hovering. Over, we don't have them living in a bubble, right? Because we're not always going to be there to protect our kids. And while it is right to watch over them, it is not okay to hover over them, right? You know, you have to give them some. Now I get that these kids were only seven, but you have to give them some life skills. You know, I love to tell my kids, tuck and roll, my friends. That's tuck right. and roll. That's not what I tell my kids. I tell my kids, I will not be there to referee you the rest of your lives. Right. There are times when you're going to have to work it out on your own. Exactly. So, yep. So uh, I don't have very many notes. I mean, it, I mean, it was a. Uh, you say it went by quickly. No, I, I said it went by fa- slowly. Went slowly. I felt felt it went through very quickly. And um, I'd say overall, out of a scale of five, I'd give this like a 2.5. Yeah. It, it wasn't one that really made me It didn't me feel, wow me. It didn't wow me either. Somebody on Twitter said... But I laughed out loud as a preview for next week, so yeah. there's hope. <laughs> next week does look good. There's no question about that. Yeah. But anyway, that's our that's our review. That's our thoughts about what happened this week. We just want to say a real quick thank you to all of you out there who are GSPN.TV Plus members. You are make what makes this stuff happen. 
And we thank you for your participation in the community.